there's this question that I've kind of been pursuing, you know, is, is blue sky a scam? And I thought, you know, your note out of everything I've read about it, I think your note sort of had a pretty balanced perspective on it. And you've sort of been in the space for a long time. And so, you know, and you know, a lot of the people in, in the space. So I kind of thought, yeah, let's just get together and, and chat about it and try, you know, my goal is just, I want to get a better understanding of, you know, the trade-offs and what is truth here and what's the likelihood of one to converge to the other, vice versa, you know? So that, that's kind of, you know, in a sense, my starting point or my, where my head is right now. Um, but yeah, first, I mean, thanks for writing what you wrote. I thought that was really cool and helped, uh, helped me think about it a little bit better. Yeah, because I've been trying to think about, like, we have Noster and we have Blue Sky. And actually, you know, one of the questions that Jack and I talked about was like, why choose Noster over Blue Sky? And and Jack is supporting both protocols and everything else. But like, he didn't have to start supporting Noster. He could have just stayed mm-hmm. with the support of Blue Sky. And uh I've on and off been involved with the discussions about blue sky since before it was announced and before it was picked who would run it. And I engaged in a bunch of the discussions about how it should be run and wrote up proposals for how it should be run and, and what, you know, and it was a way too slow process. Like it took blue sky, like blue sky should be a year or two further along than it is because of how hard it was to get it out of Twitter and incorporated and funded. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because it wasn't a person's priority, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, but what I see is that one blue sky is a real project. There's real code. You can see the real code there. Um, And they're as committed to, openness and open source technology and open protocols as everyone in the Noster ecosystem. Paul and Jay have been doing this a long time. Paul was one of the creators of Secure Scuttlebutt. He was very involved with creating DAT and Beaker Browser. Like he's been doing open protocols and open source technology for a long time. And mm-hmm. Paul Frazy is, is really the de facto architect of Blue Sky. Mm-hmm. There's lots of people contributing a bit. Now, the, the difference between Noster and Blue Sky's app protocol is that Blue Sky started out with all this attention, like mm-hmm. press coverage and attention and media and it's Twitter's new thing and it's going to be big. And so immediately all these people rushed in and said, let me run Blue Sky. You know, yeah. I'm going to do it. And including right. a lot of like every shit coiner you could imagine. To use a, a mm. Bitcoin term, like, like yeah. I know you do it on my blockchain or this blockchain or that blockchain, right, right. and and <laughs> and and also people who were involved who, you know, weren't, you know, lots of people had agendas. Lots of people had agendas. Some of those agendas were good. You know, there's a big discussion: should Blue Sky be built on top of the Matrix protocol? Because you could definitely do that, and. Um, you know, the original federation of Twitter was built on XMPP and Matrix is a descendant of XMPP. So it sort of made sense. And then they got some funding and worked as a three person team for about a year. Just putzing away, building prototypes, throwing things away, building prototypes. And 
all of that outside attention, I think, was too difficult to deal with. And so, even though they would release code, you know, post it on GitHub, but like code on GitHub that doesn't have someone looking at tickets and writing, you know, right. the contributing docs and the, the readmes and build files and everything else, it's not very useful. And so I think Blue Sky, because of the tension, was pushed into a cathedral model of mm -hmm. a few people, they're vetted, they get to participate in the designing of the system, and the larger world needs to be kept at bay because it's full of crazies. Right. And like all these people with all these agendas, you can't even sort out all the agendas and like who's actually going to do the work. And so, but on the other hand, Noster was, you know, one, Fiatjoff was like, I think this is a cool idea. I've been playing with things, you know, Scuttlebutt's mm -hmm. kind of neat. Mastodon's kind of neat, but they've got their problems. Maybe I can build one myself. And, you know, it was a scratch your itch type thing. And were you talking to Fiat Joff around that, that early part when he was thinking about that? No, I, I wasn't. I mean, I've, I've, you know, talked to Ben Ark about sort of what the process was. And I was aware of Noster because very early on, people started posting about Noster on Scuttlebutt. Mm -hmm. Like, there's like, hey, this other protocol and it's kind of similar. What do you guys think? And just sort of a, a chat about it. But Noster was allowed to grow and sort of it had a fertile garden of people mm -hmm. who had been working on Lightning and working on Bitcoin and they wanted something to play with and the Lightning stuff was working. So what's the next thing that we can play with? Oh, this social thing is kind of fun. And so... Mm -hmm. There was an ability to have iterations of relay servers, iterations of clients that came and went and, and people figured it out without a lot of like not being under a microscope. You know, mm -hmm. no one's like, and, and no one seeing any value in Noster. Noster didn't have any value right. until it took off. And so it got to work in that way. And I, the, you know, I think that pushed the two projects further away apart and how they work. And so, you know, when I looked at the two projects, it's like, I like Blue Sky. I like a bunch of the designs, but it's kind of heavy. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's got some pretty intense specs and it builds on other things that have heavy specs. And it's, you know, it's not the simplest thing that could possibly work. Right. And then what do we need to add? And so, you know, I built my first Noster client in a day. I'm like, hey, right. this is cool. Let me build something. And lots of other developers did the same thing. You can't build a Blue Sky Relay, the, the PSD, in a day. Mm -hmm. You can't build a Blue Sky client in a day because it's built on top of all the other things. And we, we build, always build software on layers. So, yep. um, you know, Blue Sky is real, but I don't know if we're going to be able to make Blue Sky flexible in the way that Noster has all of these apps. So Scuttlebutt had all these crazy apps and Noster has all these crazy apps. 
you know, there's the music apps and there's micro apps mm-hmm. and there's, you know, you're using the same graph and the code of content and everything else. And so the servers in Blue Sky are stronger and more opinionated in how they do it to mm-hmm. just do the needs of like cloning Twitter. And so right. that's going to make the building of all these other crazy apps, which is part of the fun of Noster, really hard. Like, right. but it and might it make, like- yeah, it might make the just sweet Twitter social like app easier. Right. And so, so it looks like Blue Sky, as best I can tell, is kind of all almost like a full featured Twitter clone, which has a lot, you know, it has discovery surfaces and it has, you know, search and has, uh, you know, notifications and stuff that maybe was not in early clients in Noster that is now kind of only, you know, being worked on as sort of an open ecosystem with different people who are providing those different layers of value. And then Noster, I think of it as like this very raw, open, almost just like atomic units that you can compose into more things, but it's almost like very different ends of a spectrum. One is basically Twitter, but with a little bit of a plan toward getting it decentralized. And the other is like this new atomic unit of storing messages and relays. And then you kind of compose everything from that. So is there, absolutely? Uh, like, is that, is that sort of a fair characterization? I, th- I think so. You know, N- Noster is, you know, small pieces loosely joined and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you get different parts of it and a lot of it doesn't have the polish. Whereas, uh, Blue Sky is what if you rebuilt Twitter with open standards as an open source project where you made services that replaced all the different layers in the Twitter stack and mm-hmm. made it so that at each layer you had can have more than one of them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's all distributed. It just means that like, Instead of having a singleton, there could be at least two providers. Mm-hmm. And you can sort of rotate those providers out in some future version of it once once there's kind of more of an open ecosystem. Yeah, today, exactly. Do you need to be blessed or something or somehow need to get approved to write? Like if you want to write a new BGS server or a new uh, PDS, uh, which are kind of blue sky uh, concepts, do you need to go to the team and get permission to do that? Or do they even have such a thing yet? No, so they have the thing. It, it's called Indigo. You can download and install it. It's actually reasonably well documented. They've got an implementation in Go and another implementation in TypeScript. Um, and you can download them and you can run them and you can set up your own servers and people have done that. But at, at the moment, it's kind of like open source the way Signal is open source. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can go and download every part of Signal and right. set up my own signal service and build my own Android and iOS app and desktop app for signal and run my own signal server and do my own, you know, inside the secure enclave, do the contact matching. But it doesn't talk to the main signal. Right. right. So, so you're kind of creating a new siloed, isolated instance that isn't really interoperable in a meaningful way. Yeah, and, and there is there are specs for how the interoperability should work. And, you know, for a while, I was being pretty vocal, similar to how, you know, not as explicit as, as, as Fiat Joff was saying, but I was 
calling people out both, you know, I'm in all these different signal chat groups, you know, uh, mm -hmm. with people working on these protocols and some of the blue sky folks and, and on blue sky. Cause I've been on it for months, you know, saying, Hey, you know, well, blue sky at the moment, you have the idea of identities are portable and everything else, but there's a single signing key right now. Mm -hmm. And it exists on the single P you know, PDS, the single relay. And so you log in and you post messages and the messages are signed and there's a log and there's a Merkle tree for the messages and like you can request it. But like, it's as if everybody in the network were using the same key and then right. we just attach different identities to it. And so that's not a decentralized network a at all. Login and password, like an email login and password to exactly sign that on behalf of that key, right? Yeah. And the, the email login stuff was an intentional choice. So when they designed Blue Sky there, they said, key management is really hard. We don't mm -hmm. think we want to teach people who are normal users how to do key management, how to do key recovery, how to back right. it up. And so what we're going to do is we're going to say the key is yours, but it sits on our servers and you log right. in to password. And so then the server, of course, could sign any message on your behalf. But they promise in terms of service that the key is yours and you can move it to another server. At some point and in the future, if somebody at some point in the future, another server. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. or, or, or when, you know, the two server, like when you're allowed to federate so that messages could be delivered across servers, the same way stir fry can sync events. So mm -hmm. when that is turned on, you should be able to take your key from server A and put it on server B. Mm -hmm. Now you're still logging in then to server B using a RESTful web interface to get all of your messages. And so it's a much smarter, like the power balance between the client and the server in Blue Sky is much more heavily on the server side. Whereas mm -hmm. Nostr, we keep the relays super lightweight. And so right. I was calling him out saying, what the fuck? Like, you guys say you're building in a decentralized network and open mm -hmm. things, but you're not even generating a separate key for every user. You have one key right there. And like, they don't advertise that they have one key, but you can look at the code. And like, if you yeah. ask Jay or Paul, they're like, yeah, yeah, we don't have the multiple keys yet. So, um, and then, you know, some folks back channeled to me and said, Hey, wait, you know, Ravel, just take a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to roll out the first test net of federated servers. So I don't think it will be federated servers on what is blue sky dot, you know, you know, the blue sky app, mm -hmm. but a separate network of multiple federated servers that you could also connect to. And they said that they'll roll it out next week. Okay. So I don't believe they'll roll it out next week because no software ships on time, but <laughs> right. I, I did. Like that was enough for me to say, okay, I'm going to sit on my hands. I'm going to stop being too angry with you guys <laughs> and stop denouncing it because I know what it's like to ship software to. Sometimes things yep. are hard. And if you're, you know, and I downloaded the source code and built Indigo the server and, and ran it. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, there seems to be a lot here. I looked at some of the federation code. I'm like, there's a lot of federate, you know, 
Does it work? I don't know. Cause I didn't do two of them and set them up, but clearly they're mm-hmm. working on it. Right. They're going to set up a test net. They're going to do that. We'll then have two blue, you know, two app protocol networks. We'll have blue sky and then we'll have the open one. Right. <laughs> but there's going to be a lot of incentive for blue sky, the company to not turn on the open network for their current user base. Mm-hmm. So meaning because they'll want to just hold them for some future business model. I, I actually don't think it's a future business model aspect of it. I think it is a, the users who've joined blue sky are just looking for a Twitter replacement. They mm-hmm. just want Twitter back. They want, they want Twitter back where they got the things banned, the people banned from Twitter who were banned before Elon Musk took over and mm-hmm. maybe even more. Like, you know, they want, but, but they it, want but the default part of the experience has content moderation like built in, right? There's, I, w- I walked through on the previous video I made today where I looked and there's like, you can set all of your content moderation policies to like low, medium, high across, you know, I think eight or 12 different parameters. So do people want Twitter? Like they actually want those features of Twitter too. They want kind of the, the content moderation. In, so are they looking for free speech? Are they looking, like, what, what do you think they're looking for? So the, the blue sky model is that there should be multiple services that do content classification and content moderation and users should have the agency to choose which service does that. And that, mm-hmm. that's a model I think that we should actually use in Nostra as well. Whereas mm-hmm. there's no universal thing here. Uh, you can run it without any content classification or moderation or reports, or mm-hmm. you can choose to opt in to a system, some service that's, some service or group of people that's doing the moderation. So I actually think that the idea of Blue Sky doing it is right. But at the moment, there's only one moderation service. There's only one right. organization doing it. And you have no agency to choose a different moderation service or opt out of it entirely. And so, right. you know, that's the, the biggest difference in many ways isn't what's the goal because the stated goal of these two things are actually pretty similar, but mm-hmm. the the path that Noster is going is like we built this open network and then we're figuring out what constraints users are going to need and how we do it and like to make the experience better, like yep. push notifications or, you know, the spam filters that Noster Band is running or, you know, Noster Wine, like Yep. Whereas Blue Sky is going the other direction and starting with one thing and then like opening up and seeing what happens. And then the next thing, opening up and see what happens. Now, my fear is that the Blue Sky user community and the organization will walk towards being open and then scary things will happen and they'll like pull back. Mm, right. And, you know, cause, cause it's dangerous, cause it's scary. Um, because you have thousands of people yelling at you to ban the, what was the name of it? I wrote it down. Um, Pepe heads. So, oh, right. 
there was some user called Pepe Pepe Hands who uh, was a 4chan person and they wanted to like get other 4chan folks on Blue Sky to troll the Blue Sky folks and, you know, it's trolling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pepe Hands is a, you know, far right wing, you know, 4chan troll. And mm-hmm. at first the Blue Sky team is like, no, we're not banning this person. Uh, you know, no one gets new invites because we don't know how to handle it, but we're not banning this person. And then eventually, that um, was out of principle that they said yeah. we're not banning this person. That was kind of the, yeah, the out of principle, out of free speech principles. Okay. And then um, the account was banned, but not because of what it was saying, but because they felt like it was attempting to do sort of coordinated brigading of of you know. 4chan users collecting mm. blue sky invites to like inauthentically, you know, kind of a brigade style, like collective attack on the system or something. And so mm-hmm. the account was banned for that, not because, you know, it likes swastikas and Pepe the frog. Um, mm-hmm. But, and I, I support the blue sky team, like, Launching the thing with what they've got, it's great. Yeah. Like, we want people to launch early and often and get out there. Um, but we don't know which of these two solutions will work. And in Noster's case, we are worried about choke points of centralization. Right. But no one's like, oh, I really need to lobby Fiat Joff to do the next yeah. step of opening up. Right, right. Like, you know, so, he, so it and, like and even if like he re, he rejected a nip or something, I could still implement the nip. Yep. Like I could, I can, you know, make a repo a which is like rebel nips. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I post the events and I document how I post the events and and I you know talk to to Will and and Victor and the other everybody else here. Stuart building all these different clients and saying, hey, you know. You know, this didn't get adopted as a nip, but but we can still do it. And in Blue Sky, it's the other way around, where mm-hmm. we have to hope and wait and pressure them to follow through on their promises of opening up. Right. So I would guess that they, you know, they're pretty aware of this dichotomy of approach. You know, they're aware of Noster and aware of sort of the trade offs. And I wonder, like, just from your interactions with the Blue Sky team, do you feel like they? Uh, subscribe to any of the Noster principles or ideals, or do you think that they just have a very different worldview about how to accomplish what may be kind of similar goals? No, I mean, so I think culturally there's a big difference between folks working on Blue Sky and and folks working on Noster. Um, Just sort of, you know, thoughts about worldview and politics and, you know, libertarian politics and the central bank. But remember... Jay was a full-time developer on Zcash mm-hmm. as her last full-time job before she switched to working on on Blue Sky. So it's not like she is an anti-crypto person. Like, right. you know, if you look look at her work, like, and, you know, and so I would say that someone who's a Zcash developer and worked on the Zcash team would be entirely 
comfortable with all of the politics that exist and the, the sort of philosophy of organizing that exists on Noster. And Paul has been building open decentralized systems for more than a decade and has produced a lot of these. And, you know, some of these protocols that he writes don't work and, and everything else. And so I don't know about the larger community of users, but I do know that like the people who are core to designing it, there's a bunch of cryptographer folks who are just like math geeks, but it's like, it's why are you sleeping? Who is working on protocol labs? It's Jeremy Miller, who was the designer of Jabber and XMPP. It's, you know, Paul Frazee and Jay Graver and Dan, I forget Dan's last name, but he was a, a Twitter person who came over. Like those folks who are actually doing the work don't have a different philosophy of where they want to go than most of the Noster people. Mm -hmm. Like there's a debate about, you know, uncensorability and censorability and exactly how to do it. And there's a debate about strategy, but you know, that I think it is a bit unfair. I think Fiat Jav was totally right to call out the, Hey, why the hell are you guys doing this in this sort of centralized unopened way? Is this real? Cause we need to hold them accountable mm -hmm. and make it real. Right. But I, I don't think that the blue sky team is trying to build a centralized service that, that, you know, you know, they're not trying to like build a company that, that just takes over Twitter and replaces Twitter with the exact same thing. Cause. Right. right. So they kind of have the same site types of ideals, but, but I think you could sort of point to the fact that, that the blue sky team has been around longer, right. And they sort of got their start. Well, I don't know if, I don't know if it's quite longer, but uh, they've been a cohesive team while Fiat Joff was kind of out on his own trying to, you know, wrangle up some, some uh, kind of server, you know, relay and client developers. So they have, a bit more, let's say, history of building in this somewhat centralized way without yeah. maybe knowing much about Noster's existence. Now that they've seen Noster and they've seen sort of the excitement around it, do you think that they would look at what they have versus what Noster is and kind of figure out, oh, we we want to incorporate or adapt some of our ideas now that this thing is there? Or like, like would they ever say, oh, we should be an Oster client or, or do you think that's just unlikely? Like they're too committed to kind of exploring this other path. I think they're pretty committed to exploring their own path. Um, I think that, you know, they absolutely knew about Noster because I, you know, except that the, the first blue sky report, which did get released, but like wasn't widely done was, you know, the first thing that Jay did was she coordinated amongst a bunch of us to write a report, which was an evaluation of all the important decentralized social protocols that existed at the time. And this report really comes, came out before Fiat Joff had done, either done any development in Noster at all or enough that it was something worth looking at. Because there's lots of these little protocols. Yeah, um, I saw your air and so got 87 listed. I was yeah. I was impressed that there's yeah. 87 of them. I think I, I played with a dozen of them, and I thought I kind of kind of had surveyed the space, but I wasn't close. No, and 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 occasionally I like try and like add more tags and like classify it, and then I'm like <laughs> I have a, 
I don't have enough time to spend it all the time building this stuff. And, <laughs> and you know, 20 of them are the, like these academic ones where I can only find the papers about the protocols. Mm. I, I haven't even actually been able to find the code and build the code, but, right. um, so they're aware of Noster, but they're also heads down in their own thing. And they were quietly working along on it and quietly sort of adding people. And then all of a sudden had a moment and they have, you know, celebrities and politicians and they had to, you know, set a policy, which is like no heads of state. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, Biden, you cannot have an account. <laughs> um, so they got much bigger, much faster than they were ready for. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and, um, you know, like one of the big things that's going to be interesting is like, you know, Noster is super more flexible. Noster has zaps. Like how does, you know, they don't want a cryptocurrency the way any kind of Ethereum derived smart contract system would be. But, you know, these are not folks who don't believe in blockchain and cryptocurrency projects. And, you know, these are folks who build on them mm -hmm. and, and right. believe in privacy. So, you know, will there be lightning network support? Will it be an add on thing? Will you be able to record it? Will some of the clients start supporting it? I, I, I think likely, um, because I think be you like can do it, but I don't think, not the, but I don't think it's going to be in the official blue, blue sky client. Mm -hmm. Um, right. and, um, I, what I hope is that we get a gateway like we have the monster gateway between activity pub and Noster between the two because they're super similar. Like there's no reason why I couldn't mirror my Noster posts onto a PSD and cross sign accounts and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason why we couldn't be taking the, the blue sky messages and mirroring them, you know, signing them as Noster. And in fact, everything in blue sky is open. So we could actually write a script that took all the blue sky messages right now. And like, mm -hmm took the signatures and reposted them as Noster events, which I think would be an interesting right. thought experiment. Um, yeah. and, and people are already doing this with Twitter posts. I, I saw recently, like, I think the Elanjet is now cross-posted on, uh, I think, both Blue Sky and on Noster, if I saw right. Yeah, but I think he's doing the cross-posting. It's not It's not a server thing. Okay. Is that what you um, did, like, when I saw your post that was on both? You're just copy-pasting. Uh, for me, when I post on both, I'm just copying and pasting. Um, but then I go to blue sky and it's like got a character limit, which is super annoying. <laughs> mm. So I often say more on Noster because I'm, I'm allowed to say more. Um, and I think that the, you know, and the blue sky client, which I run like the, the, when you run it on a Mac on the desktop, you like can't resize the damn window. And so there's a web client, which is, you know, roughly equivalent to any of the web clients that Noster exists on, but there's only one. There is a third party mm -hmm. client called Moot, um, which is a third party. Yeah. Let me, 
Yeah, M-O-O-T, which is in test flight right now. And so that's an alternative client that you can run on Blue Sky. Um, so it's an iOS client, and I can use my – do I use, like, my Blue Sky uh, email and password? And then Yeah, you give Blue – you signs? give this alternate – you give this alternate client your username and password. It doesn't do OAuth. It then stores a copy of your username and password in that, you know, hopefully your keychain, but I don't know. Sign and the then keys they log into on. the server and then the server signs it on your behalf. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which like totally inverts what anybody in Nostr would do. Be like, like, right. <laughs> if, if, if we propose you do that in Nostrland, or you'd be like, 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 <laughs> Danger, Will Robinson, don't go, you know. (laughs) (laughs) There'd be, you know, something on Noster's awesome thing, like, don't use this app because it, you know. (laughs) Worst thing ever. It can harvest your logins. Um, But that's part of the But that's the way it works right now. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least that's how it works for now. Yeah. Um, So, But, you you know, in the future, that server doesn't, like, we could modify the PDS, not like Blue Sky servers, so it didn't store the keys. And so the keys existed in your client or in a, like, like, so that it worked more like Nostra. Like there's nothing in the system that would prevent you from signing locally and then transferring it to the server. Right. And we have, I don't know if you played with Nostra Wallet Connect, but that's kind of a component that somebody built that's meant to serve that function kind of across across Nostra clients, right? So I think with the yeah, open there's, style there's of two Nostra, wallet connect get, protocols in Nostra. There's two different ones? I saw like Albi and Yeah. Was there Nostra Wallet Connect? I don't know if that's by the Albi team or if that's a separate product. So Nostra Wallet Connect's the one by the Albi team, which is really cool. Okay. Um and I saw Will there's another... some screenshot that he was integrating it because it was the only one that I think he thought was good enough right now. Yeah. And, and it's definitely in our, like it's our roadmap to do it um, in, in NOS too, NOS social, because mm-hmm. we don't want to build a wallet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the nice thing about the kind of bizarre model is that you can focus on just the stuff that you're doing and you don't have to, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time open source kind of solves that for you. Yeah. Right? I, so, and so I it, like the bizarre model. The bizarre model is what gave us HTML and JavaScript and PHP and right. uh, CGIs for like dynamic web pages, and like yeah. it gave us all the fun stuff. Are, are there any examples where the cathedral model has proven to work for kind of open source or kind of internet ecosystems? Android. Android is a okay. cathedral model, like. You know, it is open source. You can fork it. The, you know, it's under an open license. Um, I would say that, uh, Firefox is developed that way. Uh, WebKit is developed that way. Uh, mm-hmm. Darwin, which is the core of Mac, the Mac OS operating system is mm-hmm. a cathedral model. Like they all have sort of big companies behind them funding them much bigger they than end Blue up Sky. Vibrant, um, kind of vibrant developer communities contributing or like they're open source, but do they end up being able to instigate other contributions? Not really. I mean, so the, the contributions that happen tend to be people who their job needs it. And so it's like, 
you know, we use WebKit for our business and they use WebKit. And so we pay people on WebKit and then they go through the, because there's tends to be more hoops to jump through to contribute. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and you know, my hope is that we can kind of, you know, that blue sky gets enough attention and people start forking it or they're able to build their own. But, you know, you would, I could say that IPFS is in, in some ways a cathedral model because there's one lib P2P and mm-hmm. there's sort of one implementation of a bunch of their protocol stuff. And there's different libraries and clients and a bunch of people build on top of it, but it's a, you know, fairly constrained and maybe Bitcoin core is sort of similar too, because it's a, it's a fairly constrained, fairly slow moving, you know, right. They're not, you know, you can fork it and do stuff, but like there's consensus on the one. Right. Which is kind of part of the Which design of the software. People are concerned good. about, but yeah. Right. But like with, it's with not money, meant to be exciting. Kind of <laughs> right. You want your money to be boring and kind of steady. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but in you've you've decided now to build on Nostra, right? So you've been building on Nostra for a while at this point, is that right? Yeah, since since January we've been working on it. Yeah, and you're and then, you, you know your whole team now because you're you're a team from I think is it right from Planetary Social? You guys are now all full time Nostra developing. Yep, yep. We've we you know Planetary is an app. It's open source. It's still running. People still use it. Um, I still open it sometimes and play with it because it's got a network of people behind it. But we're entirely right. building Noster apps and and Noster solutions. Um, maybe at some point in the future, some of the like backend services, like you know, maybe a you know something we build for Noster could also plug into Blue Sky into the app protocol. But I can trust Noster because. Mm-hmm there's no decision that someone running Noster can make that could take Noster away from me. Right. And, you know, my, you know, and I trust the people behind blue sky as people and because they're friends and because I know their working history. But if, for example, someone came along and said, here's $10 billion to stop releasing the open source thing and right. update your servers so that they're incompatible, you know, they might take it. Right. Right. And so, uh, and so then, it like and then quite a, steep, then I, quite a steep mountain to climb to convince you to build in their in- ecosystem. Is that right? Well, yes. And, I don't even know how I would build in their ecosystem. Like I could build a client, but the, the entire point of this system is that like, I can take my Noster identity and drop it into all these different clients and all these different apps that do different things and work in different ways. And that, that's what I wanted. So when I, when I started working on decentralized social, I wanted us to go back to the world of the Facebook app platform and the Twitter API where 
all sorts of developers were coming up with all sorts of crazy ideas and you didn't need permission mm -hmm. to do them. And you had access to these social, this messaging protocol and this social graph and this ability for things to go viral and to get users. And that was a moment where it was like super creative and people were building mm -hmm. all sorts of things. And some people built like Zynga really big businesses on that. And then yep. Facebook and Twitter said, oh, we want to shut this all down and make it an advertising market and we want to control the experience. And so yep. all of a sudden you're like no longer trust that. And so I want that. I want that crazy space by which we can have a lot of different apps. And at the moment that space exists on Noster and doesn't on Blue Sky and won't on Blue Sky until you could use and run Blue Sky. And if Blue Sky, the team, went evil or disappeared, right. it would all keep going. And so, right. I, like, and I think that until the point at which they don't have a choke point to, to like, turn it off, then you can't trust it. And you can trust so, so let's imagine. And so yeah, that, I'm going to build on the one you can trust. Yeah, that makes sense. So so, so let's do a, just a, a brief thought experiment. Let's say that you were uh, CEO of Blue Sky, knowing everything you know, you know, about kind of what the Blue Sky, you know, work has been so far and kind of what the Nostra ecosystem is and sort of what's going to attract developers. Do you believe there's like a, a path that you could take to sort of attract you know, as as CEO of Blue Sky, could you attract, you know, the rebel, you know, of of NOS Social or? I mean, so I don't think we can. Can we share a screen? Yeah, we can. yeah. Do you want to share a screen? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this is what I would do if I were CEO of of. Oh, look at that. Of Blue Sky. And this is <laughs> this is the proposal that I wrote before Blue Sky LLC was founded for how mm -hmm. I would have structured it. You know, and that mm -hmm. and of course this is a couple years old and it's you know assumes that Twitter is part of it, everything else. But I actually propose that there be two organizations. There be a company, which is like Blue Sky LLC, Blue Sky Labs. And then a, a foundation that I was talking about being structured under, say, the Linux Foundation or one of these other open source, Apache, one of these sort of trusted open source foundations. Mm -hmm. And that the code would be custody under the foundation. And then you would go get other organizations to buy in to the consortium of building it. And, you know, you know, here, you know, there's square, crypto right there, like mm -hmm. about how you build the tools. And then, you know, here's how I propose that we do trust and safety and the business model. And here's what the plan of action is of, of how you build in all the organizations. So like, if I were CEO of Blue Sky today, the proposal would be different than the one that I wrote before it got founded. But, right. uh, I would have started with a much more structured, clear public engagement process. I think that if you look at the way uh, Ubuntu handles open source, they do a much better job of working with a larger community 
because mm-hmm. Ubuntu works directly with the Debian community and did a lot of work to make sure that, you know, things work upstream. And if you look at the way Automatic handles WordPress as a, as an as an open source platform, yes, they have paid paid things and everything else, but they engage in they engage in a lot of effort and a lot of work and a lot of staffing in that openness so that people mm-hmm. would trust the platform. And so that's what I would do if I were like running Blue Sky. Is you know I would sort of do a process by which we had people whose job it was not just to be developers, but engage a public like collaborative design process and figure it out and like make sure that the development of core pieces happened in parallel with people on the outside and make sure that you had multiple versions. Now they actually do have two versions of the PDS server, which is great. Like, and mm-hmm. it's, it's better than like protocol labs has done and it's better than a lot of other people. But, um, I think that, um, I think that there should have been a distinction between the company and the custodian of the protocol. And I think mm-hmm. that we have organizations that handle custodians of protocol and it's, it's fine that Noster doesn't have one. It's just a GitHub group. You know, Scuttlebutt was just a GitHub right. group, but I think given the money in it, that it, it should have been under the umbrella of one of these open source foundations and that blue sky, the company should have built on the protocol, um, which is, you know, that model like, would blue sky, the company be, um, they would build a business like a, like a WordPress business where they have like a hosted version of exactly. some sort of other hosted client. Yeah. But you could, you could have, you know, there are plenty of other businesses that run hosted versions of WordPress as well. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole world of people who make a living selling WordPress plugins and WordPress templates. Like there's a lot of good businesses there. And, and I wasn't proposing that Blue Sky didn't become a good business. And, but I think you needed to separate the ownership of the protocol and the core technology right. from the business that's doing it because you have right now, we have to be worried that things might come out of alignment. Right. And right. You know, Paul and Jay and, and Jeremy Miller and, and why are you sleeping? They're all doing the right thing. They're all working in the right direction. They all have a great mm-hmm. vision, but structurally we're vulnerable to this sort of, protocol capture and, right. and you know, that's pri- my primary worry now, about blue sky not be in charge and you know maybe it gets bought by some private equity company and <laughs> uh and and they don't you know, exactly well-intentioned it doesn't necessarily mean that the future is certain you sort of need a little bit more certainty baked into it exactly and, and so i'm but i'm not saying that blue sky won't get there like Potentially, they'll release enough stuff and enough community will coalesce around, coalesce around it. And there'll be enough outside development that the center of power shifts. But what Mastodon shows us with the Fediverse is even a very poorly funded organization that has really good UX and strong branding maintains a tremendous hold over an open protocol. 
So 70% of the Fediverse is Mastodon servers, and, but there are hundreds and hundreds of others. And lots of them are mm -hmm. really good. It, but mm -hmm. what the Fediverse is held back by Mastodon because there's one person who says what goes into Mastodon. And if you don't get it in his stuff, then then getting the adoption everywhere else is, is limited. So my worry right. is not that we get a privatized company, you know, and another Elon Musk comes in and buys it. My worry is that we get sort of something like Mastodon where it's an open protocol and an open thing, but nothing we can do works until Blue Sky LLC supports it. Right. Got it. And then I, I know we're kind of at the end of the time that we were planning to spend together, but um, just one one last thing is if you were thinking about uh, what you see in Noster today, and, you know, I think people have, uh, you know, a bunch of complaints around sort of maybe some of the performance or the confusion in UX or some of the discovery services not being as familiar as like a, maybe a, a you know, a, a service like Blue Sky is able to provide. Is there anything that you see in Noster today that you think is limiting to what Noster can accomplish around areas like, you know, discovery or simplified UX, simplified login, you know, maybe simplifying key management, uh, search, discovery, et cetera. Like, can, can Noster over time build the layers to get to a kind of Twitter clone-like experience? Or is that, you know, are there sort of some gaps that you see? I mean, I think we can get there. There, are, But there's, there's a lot of things that are difficult. For example, uh, we we don't have a good way of discovering what relays people are using. And so mm -hmm. Pablo launched this thing, Purple Pages, which is mm -hmm. a crawler that goes and only stores and serves specific event types about what relays you're using. It's great. But probably what we need is that also to be pushed into a DHT so you could say, this NPUB, what are their relays? And like, mm -hmm. as you change what relays you, you, you push a signed event up into this DHT, which is like, these are my relays right now. So mm -hmm. there's that. There's, uh, we need a good contact matching system so that you can say, who are my friends on the system? What are the relays they're using? You know, these are their phone numbers or their email addresses, everything else. And we need that to be privacy preserving. And which means we probably need to stand up one or more services that run the software that signals using having done some investigation of that um we need to like people are confused about what relays are they'll all be confused we either need to make it not matter which is kind of what damas does mm -hmm. by just giving you the damas relay or we need to build the ui that helps users understand better which ones they're mm -hmm. using and why you would choose one or the other. Um, it's a easier problem than choose your Mastodon server. But, um, mm -hmm. and um, I think we need, uh, like what I would really like is better end-to-end -end encryption. I want, I want us to have private groups. I want mm. us to figure out a way in which we can have uh, encrypted DMs that hide the sender and the receiver. Um but I want there to be, you know, I want there to be groups on Noster. I want you to be able to have groups and I want those groups to optionally be encrypted so that you get privacy. And, um, do you find I don't know that's holding it back, but I, yeah, do you find but, those to be important features of kind of the relay client model of Noster or is that a 
different type of relay or some sort of different type of system that might be required to do kind of a really good private groups or private DM service? I think it's just a matter of the event formats and the standards around it and like what we use the keys. Like I don't, I don't think we actually need to change the relays at all to do good private encrypted and then encrypted groups. Uh, I think we have the tools. I think we need some libraries in different languages that client developers can drop in. So, you know, each client developer is not going to want to re-implement, you know, the way that forward secrecy and double ratchet encryption and key rotation and all that stuff mm -hmm. works. We need, we need to build some libraries out and we need to wrap them and make it easy for people to say, yeah, you know, now I support this, you know, the private groups. Um, mm -hmm. but I think that the, the, the relays and the message stuff that actually could just eat, exist just fine. Um, that's not a big deal. Um, right. But it's a, it's a different profile of, you know, carrier and like how many messages you might expect to get if you're really handling the private relay kind of private message use case. Well, you might generate yeah. you know, orders of magnitude more messages than kind of the posting oriented relay. So have you seen people who are working on kind of those? more specific tunings or kind of specific, you know, either clients or relay customizations that would support that? So, you know, Pablo has been working on some of that stuff and now we have Pablo working full time doing Nostra development. So that's super exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. uh, you know, there's been sort of scuttlebutt back and forth between, you know, Amethyst and Damas over stuff like that. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, I wish everyone was nicer, but I think that we do need to figure out, okay, what's this, you know, for this kind of social app, what do we support and how do we, how do we support it? And I think we have to not be afraid of breaking backwards compatibility. Like mm. one of the things that secure scuttlebutt got held up by was trying to always be backwards compatible to some old messages and stuff. Like Noster is nice because the things sort of disappear, you know, and so. Um, it means that we don't have to support everything that always existed. We can, we can make old messages unreadable in the new system. That's right. fine. Um, right. so, but I think relay discovery, content discovery, uh, finding your communities. And I think that the stuff that I've been doing with Jay from sex social in terms of how do we label content? How do we provide a structured label for content warnings and for reporting? And then mm -hmm. be able to, and then how do we build into clients that ability to say, where do I want my moderation? Like, who do I trust? Do I trust the people I follow? Do I trust the people who run the relays? Do I trust this other moderation service? Do I trust anyone who says this stuff? Do I only trust people who self warn it? So I think we need to, we need to flush out that stuff because that's the stuff that's going to help both you know get mainstream adoption and get it so that mm -hmm. people can join and say you know I don't want to see bitcoin memes or I don't want to see the porn things you know I have a list on my mm -hmm. account of you know I think it's like 30 or 40 uh Nostra porn accounts and they're mm -hmm. posting porn and things like that I don't want to follow the porn accounts but I think what they're doing is interesting and so um but I want to be able to have them be able to label their own content. And I want to be able to either label it myself or have a relay that labels it so that 
I can mm-hmm. have the option of, you know, hide it all or, you know, gray it out and let me click through. Um, so I think mm-hmm. that we need to do those things. And I think if we start taking off and we don't have the handle for reporting content, following up on it, understanding it, giving users an empowered to choose what system they want, then we'll get overwhelmed by spam and overwhelmed by, you know, the Pepe, the frog folk, like the 4chan folks who are like just right. trolling to try and see if they can disrupt a community. Mm-hmm. Like we're vulnerable to right. that. And so we need to build better tools so that they can go disrupt themselves and we don't have to be bothered <laughs> by it. Right. Great. Great. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. It's, uh, I think your, your thinking on this is obviously you've spent a lot of time at it and you've met all the, the players and sort of have a, a well-formed opinion. So it's, uh, it's, it's great to get a chance to you know, really catch up on this particular topic. But I also want to just invite you whenever it's, you know, whenever it's convenient, whenever you're ready, you want to talk more about the stuff you're building. I'd love to get deeper on that too. Yeah, I would, I would love to do a deep dive on it and keep talking. You know, just before this call, I was talking to the woman who used to run, tr- run a bunch of the trust and safety stuff at Facebook. And, uh, I want to set up a call with her where she tells us in Noster all the crazy shit they dealt with because oh, yeah. we need to figure out how to do it in a decentralized anti-censorship way. Um, yep. cause it's coming. So I, yep. I, you know, yep, like there's sure. some, there's a lot of interesting comments and I really appreciate, uh, your podcast and having me on and, and being able to talk about it and the receptiveness of folks in the Nostra community to, to, to realize this stuff is complicated. And, you know, um, we, we like to play teams and, and have sides and have tribal stuff. But the truth of the matter is all the open protocols were on the same team. Yep. hundred percent. Yep. I, I think that's a message. That's a great one. And I've been saying it in private to people that, hey, we're all really all on the same team here. We maybe have different perspectives and approaches, but everybody's kind of rowing toward the same goal and just like a lot of experimentation, stuff gets tried out. And, you know, I think ultimately if the goal is reached, how it actually gets there is not super important. Like we can all, you know, agree that, you know, one particular protocol or approach may get us there faster over time that probably becomes more obvious and so we sort of coalesce around that one but yeah we're all yeah, and, uh, and we're all team open what what we need to do is make sure that things like sproutable tribble t2 post news um the new thing that kevin sistrom is doing which i forget the name of it starts with an a or the unnamed the artifact. artifact or the yet unnamed instagram twitter clone that like those those are the people we're we should be worried about because yeah. those are the people who want to create a new captured ecosystem that just puts them at the top. And so we need to learn from, collaborate, and support everybody on Team Open. Hundred percent team open. Let's go. Awesome.